Disclaimer, this podcast was not made to slander or speak ill of any author we will soon talk about. We will try our best to disassociate the author from their books. This is a book discussion, and we are just speaking our opinions and not just speaking negatively about any book. And this is a spoiler warning. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode. Today is going to be a bonus episode, which is going to be really fun. Because we're going to be doing our now annual end of the year book wrap up, which is going to be really exciting because we missed it last year. We kind of forgot, but we got it this year. So it's just going to be me and Anya today. So Isabel's a little busy today, so she won't be joining us, but she's here in spirit as always. So, you know, we should just like jump right in because it's going to be a lot of chaos because both of us have read like 80 something books so far. And, you know, we're getting to it. And so there's a lot of books that we need to talk about and rant about and cry about. So, you know, we need to start okay, off let's with start. the main one, the main question, yeah. if you will. So what's your favorite book, Anya? So this might seem crazy, but it's Six Crimson Cranes by Elizabeth Lim. I Isn't didn't that so expect cool? that at all. Oh, my gosh. I know. crazy. What a curveball. I know, that's crazy. You know, I'm going to throw a curveball, too. You know what's my favorite book? What is it, Doris? Spin the Dawn. Spin- <gasps> what? That's... Oh. What? Oh, my God. It's crazy. So, to yeah, those the of listeners probably can't you, tell that yeah. this is sarcasm, and we've been known that this those were our favorite books. Yeah, it, in case you haven't listened to our previous episodes, like... Every minute of the day, we're just like, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of Spin the Dawn or Six Crimson Cranes. And, like, when we were compiling this list, we were literally like, mm, I'm gonna have to say this again. Oh, like, you know, and you're gonna realize that these two books are kind of a common occurrence. Or, like, Elizabeth Lim. So, you know. yeah, You know what I'm grateful for? That we have different favorite Elizabeth Lim books because imagine if we both were obsessed with Six Crimson Cranes like what would we do you yeah know? I don't know we'd be stuck I think I think even if like I really do like Spin the Dawn and I have not now this is kind of crazy I have not finished Unravel the Dusk but I feel like just because Unravel the Dusk has more references to Six Crimson Cranes it might indirectly become my favorite in the duology like, I don't know about plot-wise, I don't think so. but... No? I don't think so. It's good. Well, but, like, you literally... You started it in, what, July? And you still haven't finished it? Hmm. That's true. Anya. Hmm. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Next year, I will definitely give an update about my take on Unravel the Dusk. Maybe. Or we could just, like, do an episode on Unravel the Dusk in the future. That would be so smart. I like your way of thinking. I know, that's a crazy idea, you know? Okay, so, on the opposite side, we have least favorite book, and this, you know, might come as a surprise. Actually, this is kind of a surprise for Anya. Kind of. Okay, so, you know, Rainbow Rowell has good books. Like, Fangirl, pretty good. I know a lot of people like the Carry On, is how it's called? Yeah. Yeah, Carry they like that series really well. Really, yeah, yeah. Really well? That doesn't make sense. Really, they like it a lot. But Eleanor and Park is the worst book I read this year. Honestly, 
potentially one of the worst books I've ever read simply because it was just so uncomfortable and I was like what is this it's like all these really terrible stereotypes mashed into like one person and then it's like they're supposed to be in love and I was like oh this is disgusting so yeah I don't think it really comes as a surprise to that many people I feel like on TikTok but it's also maybe the algorithm but like more people seem to hate it than like it or at least like have things to criticize about it so you know i don't know i remember this one booktuber that i used to watch she really liked eleanor and park like out of eleanor park and fangirl she liked eleanor and park better hmm, I interesting think. i'm not sure but i think yeah well i personally just was appalled so yeah it just gave asian fetish you know it kind of felt yeah. a lot of stereotyping and it was like oh i'm so quirky you know that vibe yeah it's like just one of those books that was over. written in the quirky era so it's like understandable but just no no it was so like it was too quirky but it was written like 2013 so there's that yeah and the cover's cute so it is cute but i don't know i just also I wish, like, they were talking about all this stuff about discrimination, but they could have gone further, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It, it just seemed like it was trying too hard to be different, and it bleh, it, was, it it gave me icks, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like an icky book. That's just, that's just the best way to describe it. It is icky. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even finish it because I couldn't read it all the way through because I, I mm-hmm. just, I cut it with Eleanor. And, like, Park being fetished over and over again because of his small Asian eyes, apparently. So. <laughs> and keep in mind that Ray- Rainbow rolls, like, a white author, so. Yeah, it's, it's kind a of little, problematic. A little weird, because I know for a fact that she had, like, a slur in it. And, yeah. you know, even though it's, like a thing to represent like hatred against people you know maybe don't write the word yeah and it has like a 4.0 average so yeah i don't know it's weird anyways so my least favorite book mine is last chance books i don't know if we talked about it yet but i completely rage read that book and i was looking forward to it too because it was described as kind of feuding bookstores i thought it was gonna be like tweet cute and then it wasn't and i was very disappointed because one the cover is adorable you know if you just look at it and the very first line is a bird flew in the shop and you think that that set up for a really good book you know like a really cute book but then instead i just got the most annoying character i've ever read like every single time she was so bratty she thought that she was in control of everything and she expected everything to go her way. And it was just so annoying. Because it was just over and over where she just disrespect her parents. Disrespect, like, other people. And she just, like, not accept anyone's opinions. And she wouldn't think for, like, two seconds about anyone other than herself. So. And I know that Anya hated it, too. So. Yeah. No. Because Dor Like, 
I think Doris discovered it, like, on the library before me, but, like, almost immediately she showed me. She's like, Anya, look at this. I'm so excited. Like, I'm gonna get it right now. And I was like, go for it. Go for it, queen. Like, read it. And then she's just like, a couple days later, she's like, Anya, this is terrible. Go read it. And I was like, okay. I don't know. I think maybe... Maybe you told me not to read it, but... maybe No, I, I told you to read it. <laughs> I Wait, see. Actually, to bond no. over. I... Wait, no, 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 no. I remember... Wait, hold on. Oh, oh, I know what I did. I think... I think what happened is you told me not to read it, and I was like, okay, I got you. But then... I had nothing to read so i was like okay i'll read it and then we can bond over about how bad it is yeah i i can't but it's just that the cover is so cute okay it's pink and it has books on it and it seems so cute you know yeah no because it has like the cartoon cover too like yeah it was during my phase where i got i put so many books as one to read on goodreads because of the cute covers it was like my mm, rom-com yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, young adult rom-com. And the rating for this book is 3.34 stars. That's pretty dang bad for, you know? Yeah. But, I don't know. It's just, the ship isn't cute. Everything sucks. And the main character's names... Ugh. Ugh. Like, the main character is named Madeline Moore... And then the ma- the bookstore that she works in is called Books and More. You know, you get it. Yeah. And just like kind of like a. Uh, uh, That's like, like a family tweet- chain, Doris. Oh, you know, but like Tweet Cute had those things, like kind of like cringy, you know, things. But they worked. For this one, it doesn't work. Mm. Fair. That's fair. I see that. Yeah. Also, I would like to point out that I'm wearing my Six of Crows socks that Anya gave me. <gasps> That's so sweet. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They're black and white. And on the bottom of my feet, it says no mourners, no funerals. Yeah. And it has, like, guns and knives and crows and stuff like that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And it's very cute. And I love them very much. So. I'm glad you like them. Okay. okay. So, this is, if our favorite book did not give anything away, let's talk about our favorite author. So the favorite author we discovered this year, if you will. Yeah, so, okay, this is, like, the favorite author that we discovered this year. But, like, overall, I don't know about for Doris, but overall, she's my favorite author, I think. I'd say same. Yeah, okay. I- I'm glad we're on the same page. But basically... If you didn't get the memo already, um, we're talking about Elizabeth Lim. So first oh, of all, oh, that's crazy! I never would have expected that. I know, like author of *Spin the Dawn* and Six Crimson Cranes* couldn't be what? her. Literally, her like my ratings for her. I have two five stars and one four stars. So that's pretty dang good. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, like. Her writing style is just easy to read. It's really pretty. Both of us found some new characters to love. So I feel like that's very solid. Also, Asian representation and, like, beautifully yeah. done. Like Literally every single character in her books are Asian, I think. Most of them, at least. At least I picture yeah. them as Asian because they took place in, like, kind of, like, a chi- Chinese, like, society. And her herself is Chinese. 
So Also, she has two really cute daughters that I would like to point out that just to me is a huge deal. Like, you know, that that changes everything. Not really, but you know, it's very inspiring. But like in general, just Asian authors really speak to me. Like Chloe Gong, I have not read Our Violent Ends, but I know Doris really loved it and I've heard only good oh, things it's about it. So So good. Yeah, I don't know. I just both of us are obsessed with it and we both said that our dream interview like if an author was to come on our episode like any author ever it would be elizabeth Lim. we are obsessed so so if you happen to be listening you know we're always we're always open, we're always open to an interview yes always always i just it's so sad i wish that like i feel like we could you know honestly get her on like you know, because she's a, she's a popular author, but she's not, like, crazy popular like Sarah J. Mass. you feel? So. Yeah, I feel like definitely if we established a better social media platform, oh, we could, oh. like, get our message out to her. But right now, and I apologize to our listeners, but um, we have not been very current with any of our social media I know a lot of people enjoyed our TikToks, maybe, but, like, we kind of gave up. Yeah. I just wish, I don't know, I feel like she's so inspiring, and I love, like, the fact that she mainly focuses on, like, Chinese folk culture in her books, when I don't really see that at all, you know, Mm -hmm. ever. Because usually retellings are more like, oh, Cinderella, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, Beauty and the Beast, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like, if it is an Asian retelling, it's Mulan. But this one's, like, yeah. Chinese folk culture, you know? So. We'll re- would recommend any one of her books. Even the Twisted Tale series that we haven't read yet. But, like, I'm sure they're great. Yeah. So. So, aside from Elizabeth Lim, like, obviously we discovered tons of new authors. Like, you know how Spotify Raps does, like, oh, you listen to 900 artists or something. Like, we read so many books from, not, like, random authors, but, like, you know, just, like, standalones, never kind of looked back. But I feel like reoccurring names were Colleen Hoover, because, well, less so for me, but more for Doris, Christina Lauren, and Marie Lu. Okay, so... Anya put Colleen Hoover for her new favorite author. Well, is it your favorite author that you discovered? No, no, no. I didn't say favorite. I just said new authors I discovered. Like, basically, that's implying that I would probably read more of her books, you know? Like, after reading... Then then we need to put, like, every single author on that list. Like, Taylor Jenkins Reid... Yeah, well, that's a lot. I mean, like, the main one. Or, like, I guess... Emily Henry, you know, with B Street and people we meet on vacation. That's true. That's true. Yeah. There's a lot. Chloe Gong. Sally Thorne. Okay, let's let's redefine this section. I guess just, like, reoccurring names, then. Taylor Jenkins Reid. For you, not for me. I only read one of her books. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I've read three. Yeah. Anyway, we... I will say that Colleen Hoover, she's good. Like, I like her books. Some of them. I'm currently at 50% rating for her. 
Because her books are very hit or miss. Like, I'm either really, really into it or I really, really hate it. Because the thing is that her writing style is, like, really, really good. It's impeccable. No problems with that. It's addicting. And I can finish her books in two days, you know? Which we love that. But sometimes the plot is just a little questionable. The characters a little questionable. They're not my favorite. Ugly Love, November 9th, they're not my favorite. But then there's Verity and It Ends With Us. I'm not doing it. Like, <laughs> I really going down. Yeah, so there's Ugly Love and November 9th, which they're good, but they're not anything. Well, no, why did I say they're good? <laughs> Now you're lying? Wow, Doris. <laughs> no, okay. So there's Ugly Love and November 9th, which we all know I hated them, but they, I read them in like two days, so it's fine. I didn't invest time in them, but I hated them. They were awful. I didn't like the characters, and I didn't like the plot. Or I like the concept, though. That's the issue. But the execution was very poor. But then, on the other hand, there's It Ends With Us and Verity, which I like the concept, and the execution was amazing. So it's just very hit or miss. And I'm kind of scared for her other books. Because I don't want to hate them. But at least I know that her writing style is really good. So I can read them really fast. You know. So that's always mm-hmm. the goal. To just like read them fast. And if I hate it. Then I can just talk about it more. About how much I hate it. Because that's all I do apparently about Colleen Hoover. Is talk about how much I don't like Ugly Love. But how much I love It Ends With Us. So. I know. But then there's Anya out here who has the 100% rating for Colleen Hoover because I'm the test runner where I read and I decide if I like it. And then Anya No, Doris is literally my lab rat. It. Like, I will not yeah. read a book before she does if, like... Well, that's not true. But, like, if it's Colleen Hoover, I don't think I'm ever going to read a book before she does. Sorry to I make am. you go through that, but... Yeah. It's okay. I am looking forward to reading All Your Perfects, though, because I heard that it's, like, the deeper version of You Deserve Each Other, and I'm kind of into it, you know? <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Because, yeah, it's about a failing marriage, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think a lot of authors, it's just, like, it really depends on what you read from them, because mm-hmm. there's definitely, mm, I feel like Colleen Hoover is the only one I can think of off the top of my head but she's like also she appeals to different types of audiences like i feel like if we were like if we had different life experiences we would probably feel different about her books you know yeah probably you know how i would describe her she's like the adult version of sarah destin which i i like sarah destin you know i'd read her books but they're not anything crazy because Sarah Dessen's very young adult romance, you know? Like, mm-hmm. she she's very good. She's very niche at her subject, where all of her books have kind of the same plot line, and they all just have, like, a different thing. And they also have kind of a deep thing that goes along with it. Like, for Once, Once and For All, it's about a school shooting. For Just Listen, it's about sexual assault. And then for the rest of the story, of your story, the rest of the story is about alcoholism. So, they all have something deep to go along with it, which is the same as Colleen Hoover. So, mm-hmm. also, this entire episode's massive spo- spoiler warning, so we're gonna, like, leave all the book titles in, like, a description, so, you know, don't yell at us if it yell at us. Anyway, for Colleen Hoover, like, it ends with us, it's about, like, it's about abuse, so that's kind of an issue, like, that's very deep. 
So, I don't know, they're kind of the same thing where it's like, oh, this is romance, and you think that's super lighthearted, but then you get into it, and then you realize, oh, this is kind of not okay, so. Yeah, no, because, like, in it ends with us, literally, she is so happy with Ryle, and then suddenly, like, literally, it says in the book, like, 15 seconds, and their entire relationship changed. The thing is that, like, we need, we need to do an episode on it, but we're kind of scared to do an episode on it because it's about abuse and we, can't, we you know, we've never, inca- we've never gone through it before, so we don't really know how it's like. But I will say that I really, really, really liked Ryle from the beginning. Like, he was, like, so cute. And the way that he treated her, like, when he'd sent her lilies and stuff, like a purple I lily. Know. No, because... And he was a doctor. Like... I know. It's just, like, we... We can appreciate the writing. We can appreciate, like, the way it's told. It's just, like, we still don't know. And, like, I don't know, like, even anyone with that sort of issue, I think. Yeah, but... I don't know. But Alice Corrigan for life. (laughs) obviously obviously hands down always liked him more to be honest i was always an atlas fan and then ryle abused her and i was like there's always something wrong with you the way he was introduced he was kicking chairs that's an issue red flag right there yeah but honestly for me okay technically the age difference between her and atlas had me a little worried at first because i was like is he the bad guy like is this the issue we're dealing with but also his name is really cool. Like, definitely not something I would name my child, but I was like, Atlas. Wow. That's kind of cool. I know. <laughs> so, and like, the way, because the Greek mythology, you know, he holds up the world. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how he holds up Lily's world. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's another thing, though. Like, Colleen Hoover really had me in the beginning, because I was like, oh my god, like, Atlas is so much older than her, like, he must be grooming her, like, oh my god, he manipulated her, like, how could he do that? But then I was like, he baked her cookies! Yeah, okay, but I didn't realize that at first, because I was like, the four-year age gap just really threw me off, you know? Because it's not like, oh, they're older, it's like, literally in high school. So I was like, yeah. And like, even now, they were like, like, I mean, it was was three years. And the fact that they were waiting for her to turn 16 to make it a little bit better, Oh, kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't but. know. I personally, if thinking back on it now, it, it's just weird. But he supported her through a hard time. She supported him through a hard time. So if we just yeah. forget about the ages, never heard it, never saw it on the page. Just okay, but technically they never completely got together until the end of the book when they were older and more mature. So it's fine. Yeah. But like they were obviously in love back then, so does it really does it really change things? Yeah, I will say it is a little questionable. But he named his he named his restaurant after her. Okay, I know, I know, I know. I'm not saying I don't support the relationship, like Atlas and Lily forever, like forever. But um, forever. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I will say, like good storytelling at the end. Yeah, at the end. Lily, you can stop swimming. We finally reached the shore. Like, no, because he literally quotes Finding Nemo. Like, how cute like, is that? That's like that's the so dorkiest precious. thing. So, except for so so they together. both stand Ellen. Yeah, that's kind of problematic. Um, 
But that I was, like, think... written before Ellen's whole thing yeah, scandal. Yeah. So. So. I don't know. But, like, Atlas is so precious. And he's so, he's so cute. He's so cute. And I didn't expect your negativity right then, but. <laughs> I, I just, I had to, I had a lot to get off my chest before. Because I feel like a lot of people choose to ignore the age difference. And I'm just over here pondering it. Like, before I go to sleep, I'm like, Atlas and Lily. Hmm. Okay, moving on to other authors, we also have Christina Lauren, which I think we know because we read The Unhoneymooners, Josh and Hazel's Guide to Not Dating, The Soulmate Equation, Love and Other Words. Is there anything else? Not that I can think of at the moment, but honestly, I would not be surprised if there was more. Let me let me investigate just real quick. Did you say okay, the other Unhoneymooners already? Yeah. And while she does that, I will talk about this other book that I'm kind of interested in reading, also by Christina Lauren. It's called In a Holidays. And right now, we're in, like, the Christmas season. So I'm kind of excited to just read that, you know? And the ro- Christmas rom-coms are, like, my favorite thing. So I'm kind of excited to just, you know, embrace that part of myself and be happy you know have like hot chocolate while i'm reading it so yeah okay so you listed all the books that we read from them we only read four i feel like it'd be more to be honest honestly i thought so too but maybe i mean they're all really well written like christina lauren has like 4.0 no 3 4.02 3.99 4.18 4.03 like these are like really high ratings honestly like every single book oh actually so there's like some 3.62, 3.51, but like in general, it's all very high. Yeah. Are the 3.1s the beautiful bastard ones? No, those are like 4.0s. What? Oh my gosh, what? Yeah, like there is so um number 4 is 4.07, 3.5 is 4.19. Um 3.6 is 4.06. Like wait, that's crazy. They've got it going. Oh, so it's roomies. That's three point. Oh, my favorite half night stand was three point seven nine. In the holidays, is kind of on their low side though. But like, <gasps> honestly, no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Personally, though, I think my favorite book was Love and Other Words. I think yours was The Soulmate Equation, though, right? Uh, I don't know. I kind of like it. I think about Love and Other Words more, to be honest. But yeah, I'm not sure. I just wasn't well, a fan of the ending. Yeah. But for me, it's because, like, the soulmate equation in the end, like, it's like, oh, they're not actually, like, soulmates, like, da 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 But, like, just the preface seemed a little suspicious, you know? I was like, oh, okay. So I think we might have discussed this before, but there's a webtoon called Luff where the government basically, like, pairs couples based on their fingerprints and DNA, like, compatibility. So... With the whole, like, oh, um, what's his name? I forget his name, but whatever. The dude works at, like, the gene company, and, like, they match, and they're, like, 97%. It gave off toxic vibes, and they, like, both wanted to make it work. It was, like, a business deal, kind of, and I was like, ugh. But then, oh, my God, but then he took care of her daughter, and she loved him, and uh, just anything with children, honestly. Yeah, and the fact that, 
Okay, so here's the thing. We had this whole episode on how much we don't like soulmates, but sometimes it just hits different, you know? And they were soulmates because they were so compatible. And it was just cute, you know, to see how it worked out. And I'm going to just talk about Miraculous Ladybug really quick because they are soulmates and you can't tell me otherwise. And it's just where the thing where it's just they belong to each other. And it's so obvious and so cute that they were able to find each other. That's appealing. And while I still am not a fan of, like, most soulmate books, sometimes it works. You know? I feel like if it's, like, not... I don't know. If it's not, like, explicitly said they are soulmates, then it's good. If it's, like, Resend and Feyre, where it's, like, my mate. Or, like, Aurora and... What's the name? Rye something. It was also an R name, I think. But, like, where it's, like, my mate. As soon as that happens, it's weird. Also, I acknowledge that Aurora and her dude are weird, but they have really cute quotes, so stop hurting my feelings. Oh, see, Aurora Rising is, like, that one book that me and Ani just don't agree on because she loves it, but I cannot get over the mates part. And... I'm not that big of a fan of sci-fi, like, I'm fine with it, but it's not my favorite thing ever. And, I don't know, I just feel like it wasn't very good. <laughs> Can you hear my heart being shattered right now? Honestly, though, I don't know, I feel like it had to be You gave ha- Aurora like, I... burning five stars. I know, okay? But you like, haven't even it's... read the third book yet. It's out. It's probably know, available right now. I know, I know, I know. I'll read it eventually. You hurt my feelings, though. But, like, okay, I'll admit, their relationship is weird because they're mates. But, but like, he literally says he loves her so much. He's like, do planets They don't have stuff? chemistry! It was insta-love! They barely talked! Well, he still loves her a lot, so shut up! <laughs> it's the same thing as Akatar. That really hurt my feelings! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you! It's literally the same thing! standing on a balcony in a court of mist and fury they're at the summer quote oh this is the summer court and then like recent's talking like they said like to the star like to the dreams or something hold on let me search it up okay but here's the thing aurora rising is all about the solar system the stars space i am a sucker for anything about the universe and stars and planets and moons so so okay i'm a sucker too the the quote is literally to the people who look at stars and wish and to the stars who listen okay okay well maybe that is kind of cute but like i can't believe you would compare aurora rising to akatar this is so offensive this is the oh my god I've never attacked any of your favorite books thing. like okay, this. Okay, the Night Court is the not Night. The Night Court aesthetic is so good. Like Belarus, I'm it's not saying so it good. isn't. Okay, yeah, it, it's cultural appropriation though. That's the thing. But I will admit the whole idea is so good. Okay, and I admit Aurora Rising, very good. The idea that I really, really, really like it. It doesn't work. The execution's not there. I've never been more disappointed, so we're moving past Christina Lauren because I don't even know how we got here. 
named her private story all about books from Aurora Rising. I literally recognized that quote and I was like, damn it. (laughs) My heart is shattering, so we're going to move on quickly. So Marie Lu, um, my first encounter with her was Warcross. So was Doris's because I told her to. Um, I think that was a great adventure. Yeah, technically Anya has read most Marie Lu books before me. You know, like Warcross and the, the Young Leads. I'm pretty sure I read Legend before you, though. Yeah, you did. Right? I think so. At some point, we were both reading. Um, what's it called? What's the second book called? Uh, Prodigy. I think so. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. No, I read Either- Prodigy before you. Yeah, either we were reading Prodigy or Champion at the same time, but both times you finished. Like, I know for a fact you finished every single one before me, but I think at some point we were reading the same book at the same time. Maybe. I also read Sky Hunter, which is pretty good. I liked it. By Marie Lu. Oh my gosh, I think the second book's out now. <gasps> now that I think about crazy. it. crazy. Yeah, I need to go look at it. Hold on. Be right back. Audio, keep yeah, don't worry. I'm I'm looking at yours too to investigate when we crossed paths on our legend journey. Yeah, it was out in October. How did I not know that? Wait, no, 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 no. That was I looked at the wrong thing. It was about 2019 when Rebel came out. Never mind. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh... Okay, so the second book of Sky Hunter is called Steel Striker. And it came out... What? It came out September 28th. What? Wait, that's crazy. That's literally, like, the day after my birthday. What? That's kind of perfect. That's what? I think I knew that, too. I think I looked at it. I just never, like, processed it. What? That's... What? Um, okay. Let's see. Then what's the third... Then when's the third book gonna... Is there gonna be a third book, or is this the last book? The cover's beautiful. We'll say that. Why can't I find it? I'm... I'm struggling. Here, I can go look at it for you. No, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm literally I found right Champion. There. I just can't find Prodigy. Oh, hold on. Let me go look at Prodigy, then. So you definitely finished Champion before me. Like, literally 15 okay. days before me. I read... I read Prodigy on March 1st, and Anya read it March 27th. You didn't, you, we were not reading at the same time. Apparently not. Oh my gosh, what a liar. Was it Legend then? No, I read Legend before you, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I've been hallucinating this entire time. I'm, I'm genuinely, like, serious. I thought we were, like, overlapping <laughs> at one point. <laughs> oh, my favorite my thing God. is when we overlap. Like, I, I, my dream is to, like, read a book together with Anya at the same time, you know? But mm-hmm. Anya never does it with me. No, it's not It's not that. It's just also, like... I'm I want to do, like, a book club with you where we read, like, a certain amount of chapters and then we discuss and then we read another set of chapters and then we discuss. But you okay, never well, do it. One day, when we find a book that has multiple copies available, we'll do it, okay? Pinky promise. We literally have done that. We've had copies together before, and we're reading them at the same time. Okay, fine. We can do Gilded together if you want. (laughs) 
It's too late. My loan is due soon. We'll renew it because mine isn't due for another 11 days. I'm going on vacation soon, Anya. I don't have time. Yes, I do. You literally were like, I'm going to read so many books like, while I'm on vacation. And I was like, oh, yeah, go, girl. Vacation time is for rom-coms, not fantasy. <laughs> not to mention, I'll try to find fantasy. the same rom-com as you. Okay. Well, we can find us some rom-coms for us to read then. But I remember so vividly that I was reading Crooked Kingdom, and then Anya, I, I, I took, I take forever to read Six of Crows books, by the way, because uh, I just can't get into it for some reason, because the writing style is just kind of difficult, and I don't really understand the world at the time. But I was reading Crooked Kingdom, and I was taking forever on it, and then Anya caught up to me, and I was like, oh, shoot, <gasps> wait, this means we can read it together, and I got really excited, and then Anya finished it before me. Whoops. What do you have to say for yourself? Well, the point is, I wanted to know what the ending was, and Doris did not follow through. What do you mean? Oh my goodness. I was literally like, oh my gosh, we should read it at the same time, and you're like, I'm busy. <laughs> I don't think I said I'm busy. I was just like, no. <laughs> Probably. That makes it worse. That's no <laughs> excuse. Oh my gosh. Okay, we need to move on. <laughs> this is yeah, a problematic she'll... section right here. Okay. Oh, dude, this is going to be creating such a rift in our relationship. I know. Oh, my goodness. I feel so attacked right now. Okay, let's comfort each other by talking about books that we do both enjoy, okay? So, most unexpected favorite. Okay, so mine is You Deserve Each Other, if that wasn't obvious. But I think it's kind of weird because we never, I don't think we really talked about it on the podcast. Like, we mention it here and there, but then we don't really, really talk about it. So maybe people don't know that I'm obsessed with it. I just found it randomly. Because I was looking at Goodreads reviews. I don't remember for which book. But I think... I think I was looking at Hayden Game, like, reviews. I don't know why. It was after I read Hayden Game. But one of the reviews was like, I can't believe I actually was obsessed with the Hayden Game, saying it was the best enemies to lovers I ever read. It could never compare to You Deserve Each Other. And I was like, oh. <gasps> And then I was, like, gonna go read it, and then I saw that it was available on Kindle, and I was, not Kindle, uh, in the library, and I was like, oh my gosh, and so I got it, and then it wasn't available on Kindle, first of all, so I had to read it on the screen, which was kind of difficult, but then it was fine, because I read it, and I was obsessed, and I think about it a lot to this day, and I think it's one of the best enemies to lovers books I've ever read, because... It's not like enemies, enemies to lovers, where, oh, we're enemies, but we're technically not enemies because I'm half in love with you. Or, oh, I'm going to bully you, enemies to lovers. But it's more of a, oh, I hate you so much, but I still love you, you know? Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's difficult to explain. The whole thing is that it's really different from, I think, what both of us have read before because they literally reminisce on like their past memories like of when they were in love like genuinely and they're like oh I wish we could go back to that like oh well he did love me it's just like they basically just drifted and they're only held together by a legal document and so they like this if we ever do talk about uh you deserve each other in full length I would probably obsess over this scene in more detail but there's this one part where, like, she always thinks that he's, like, working on his computer, and she's like, oh, he does not ever stop working like this guy is a workaholic, but now he's playing. 
playing a video game. He's a dorky little gamer guy. And what's better is he tells her how to play the game too. And then she plays it with him. I know. No, okay. I, my favorite thing is like really dorky nerds. Like guys who like pretend that they're, oh, I'm so cool. I'm like, mm, I'm so cool. But there's, there's such geeks. He literally has a toothless necktie because he's a dentist like you know you get it how to train your yeah, dragon yeah, toothless oh my gosh and toothless in general is just such a cute character and he's obsessed with it and there's also a scene where he like lost his tie or something or like some kid like ate it or something like that <laughs> what and he was <laughs> like some kid like slobbered on it and he was like my tie's ruined and she's like it's okay we can get you another how to train your dragon it could be how how to train your dragon too and he's like There was a scene where he was like working and she's like oh he does so much for me i should do something back and then there's in the game i think it was some leaf do you remember like which herb it was it was like mint or something i don't know i don't remember specifically but i know i know what you're talking about yeah but there's this like leaf this herb that was healing you know and usually i think it was funny because i think I don't think she likes flowers or something like that. She like she hates like getting flowers for as gifts, and so he and so she was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna get him leaves." And so then he sent she sent it to him, and then when he came home, he was like, "I saw it," and he like pressed the leaf and kept it in his drawer, his nightstand. It's so cute, and also um back to the video game thing because that is constantly just in my mind like i think that's the cutest thing like i would never be a gamer but if someone taught me how to play like their favorite video game that's hopefully not a shooting game i i do not particularly think i would ever become fond of those but like if it was a different video game and they taught me how to play it and we played it together and like i could beat him like my level could be higher like wouldn't that be so cute yeah, no, my thing is when guys, like, express their interests, like, oh, yeah, you like sports or whatever, but what if the guy's, like, a really cute reader, you know? What if he really likes writing, and he shows me, like, his story that he's writing or something like that? Or yeah, I don't think guys realize how, like, I think it's a toxic masculinity thing, but it's just, like, when they're yeah, excited sure. about something, and they start, like, blabbering, and they're, like, duh, 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 duh. even if it's, like, the most boring thing ever... Then it's just like it's so cute. It's, oh my gosh! This Meanwhile, is a hint to I like all those people out there act quirky and act passionate about your interests. Yeah, and like, yeah, what if you're interested about sports? But like, it's so boring, it's so niche. I'm saying like, oh, like a quirk, just like, oh, I really like plants. <laughs> you know, it's just like that is a snake plant. I don't know what the actual name for it. I just like men that are written by women. That is bottom line. The, yeah. So for me, an unexpected favorite was the Rose Society. Now, the Young Elites is like a dark, dark series. Like it is such a terrible but addicting mindset. And I was just like, I was for it. I was all for it. I was like, yes, go, Adelina, go, go. And like I was, it was just very interesting to me because. I think it was, like, probably one of the first, like, um, anti-heroes that I really 
saw as like an anti-hero like I know there's other books with anti-heroes but this one was like very obvious to me and just like Adelina's entire character was so interesting and then when other characters were introduced I was like oh my god more interesting people you know so yeah the Rose Society I thought I would like it because I did like Marie Lou's style because I read Wild Card before or Warcross before and Wild Card so I was like oh yeah her writing like really sits well with me I think I also read Legend Le- Legend before I think no you didn't you did I but actually yes you did yes you did yes you did I'm so sorry for <laughs> gaslighting you don't me <laughs> Have you seen the leaf Wait. gaslighting thing on TikTok? Where, like, you send a leaf and then, like, you send a random message and they're like, what's the leaf for? And you're like, what? I didn't send a leaf. And, like, you gaslight them <laughs> into thinking you did something. I should do that. I should do That's that Doris too. right there. Actually, it's more so me, I think. But, you know. Um, no, but I, I would do that to you, but you saw it before me. Damn. That yeah. was so fun. <laughs> but you have known that's an issue because like gaslighting yeah, is like, it's like a TikTok thing. trend yeah but anyways yeah so um i knew i would like it i just didn't think i would like it so much that i was like in the mindset you know i was like so pessimistic you didn't even give like, it five stars you gave it four stars yeah well I, stop judging my rating scale go change it right now okay yes mom Look at me go, honestly. Marie Lou deserves it. I feel so bad because I haven't given one of her books five stars yet. Why are you shaming me then? Because I didn't say that the Rose Society is my unexpected favorite. I said you deserve each other. Okay, well, my other favorites weren't unexpected, though. Like, I knew they were going to be my favorites. Like, Six Crimson Cranes, I knew that was going to slap. Like, you deserve each other. You literally told me how much you loved it. So I was like, oh, I'm going to love it. Upside of falling. Tweet cute. Okay, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. But you're literally I, gaslighting I the original. You're <laughs> go change your rating then if you're so upset. I did. I did. I did. I did. Oh my gosh, we need to go to couples therapy after this. I I think I think what I've realized is me and Doris both um are not huge, like, you know that type of person that's like, hey, like, babe, let's work through this, like, let's talk about it. Me and Doris are just, mm-mm, no. We're just we start yelling. until the death. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. We don't actually, like, have an actual argument. It's more of, oh, you like that thing? Well, I hated it. And we don't say sorry for it. <laughs> We're just like, why did you even like it? That's so stupid of you. And the other person's like, that's so mean. And then the other person's crying, and then the other person's like, ah. Such as Aurora Rising? It's a horrible book! No, it's not! Oh my god, what? Why are you acting like you hate it so much? You didn't even hate it that much! You just want to make me sad! I'm so devastated right now. This is a new stars. I know, so why are you acting like you hated it so much? I did hate it. I gave it to you, sorry, because I felt bad for hating it. Because you liked it so much, and I was looking forward to it. I was literally, like, anticipating it for so long, and then I read it, and I was like, oh. Okay, the characters are planned. My feelings are hurt. Anyways, I'm not talking about this anymore. This is absolutely <laughs> horrendous. This is, like, you know those taboo topics in society? This is our taboo topic. We are never mentioning this book ever again. 
You know, okay, um, so apparently Aurora Rising's blacklisted. We can't agree on that. Maybe I'll read Aurora Burning, because you gave it five stars. Maybe it's better. <laughs> what if I give Aurora Burning one star? <laughs> no! <laughs> if you do that, I would literally just look at it, and I'd be like, bro. You probably cry. I would definitely, I would definitely cry to my mom about it. I'd be like, you know what? Like on our walks, I'd be like, you know what happened today? So I have a favorite book. Okay, it's not even my favorite, honestly. I just like it a lot. And I'd be like, Mom, I rated this book five stars. I really liked it. And you know what Doris gave it? She gave it one star. She's my best friend. What is this? This is an attack on our friendship. And my this mom would probably be like, attack right here. You're right, you're right, you're right. Like, come on, Doris, what were you thinking? Just you kidding. gave Spin probably... the Dawn four stars! Um, well, also, it was like, some parts were a little slow. Tell me what parts. It was the part where they were like, trekking around, you know? I was like, okay. But it was so cute! I'm not you saying it was flowers! It's like, a bird! Well, you know what? You know what? It's fine. Let's move on. What was your most anticipated book of the year? <laughs> <laughs> this is abusive. I'm being harassed. I'm trying to avoid conflict right now. Oh my gosh, I'm being emotionally abused. Oh, oh my gosh. The podcast is over at this point. You know what? Me and Anya, no longer besties. Okay, my most anticipated <gasps> book of the year. How dare you? <laughs> my new best friend is Eden. No, 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 no. Okay, most anticipated book of the year was The Invisible Life of Edgar LaRue because I'd look at it every single day and cry over how beautiful it is and how much I wanted it because it sounded so good. And everyone on TikTok was, like, crying about it. And I was like, I want to cry. And so then I read it and then I got let down. And if you want to know more about that, you should listen to our Invisible Life of Edgar LaRue episode, which is actually very entertaining. So it's one of my favorite episodes, to be honest. I think, honestly... It's like, if people hadn't hyped it up so much, I probably would have liked it more. Like, that's what I've concluded. No, because the hype was good, I think. Because I think it lived up to the hype that they were giving it. But then, they never talked about the actual problematic parts. And I was like, oh. Because, like, the part that they were talking, like, the part that, like, they were hyping up was just the whole concept of the book. book. It's good. Like, the execution was (laughs) good. It's just that no one talked about the flaws. I was like, oh. So what's yeah, your most I... anticipated book of the year, Anya? <laughs> Thankfully, this is not a scary topic because it's Six Crimson Cranes. Wow, this That's is crazy. the what? Basically, the third time I've mentioned Six Crimson Cranes, and we've gone through one, two, three, four, five, six questions. So you see, right at least at... I have diversity with my <gasps> choices. No, stop! Stop! <laughs> that is so rude. You literally told me you're like. That much, and I was like, Oh, thanks, you're so nice. Now, look at you, you're attacking me. What is this? You know what this is? This is like those red flags where it's like how your boyfriend treats you around his friends. This is how you treat me around non existent listeners. 
I think people would think we have really, like, we have unspoken issues with each other. Like, this is like... <laughs> my heart is exhilarating. right now. We need listeners. I'm getting all the tea and drama piping hot right now. Well, I was very oh excited gosh. for Sisters and Cranes. Our listeners are children of divorce. Lydia True sides. Mommy or Daddy. Are you the mom or the dad? <laughs> I think I think I'd have to be the <laughs> Are you the daddy? I think I'm the daddy. <laughs> I I'm the mommy. <laughs> everyone chooses Taylor Swift <laughs> not your favorite booktuber <laughs> oh don't you even go there right now <laughs> that was so mean you don't do stuff like that <laughs> by the way guys we're recording this a little bit late at night so we're both delirious. Okay. <laughs> Next one. Remember when we said that most anticipated book wasn't gonna be controversial? <laughs> Apparently we're just in a in a picking fight mood. <laughs> this is our toxic traits right here, right now. You're like experiencing how I treat everyone else in my life. <laughs> Okay, this shouldn't be Okay, this should be a healing portion of our relationship because this is this is great, okay? This is this comes at the perfect time. It's best book recommendation. So we have Upside of Falling and the entire Ragnigate series. But to be honest, you know, if I really wanted to pick some tea right here, technically the best book recommendations I got were from TikTok this year. And Steph Bower. <laughs> this was supposed to be our therapy. This was the healing portion. This was where we were going to reunite and kiss. And then everything would be now who this gets the children the end point. i keep the children you made them <laughs> what no i did more work out here i carried them in my womb for nine months i gave birth yeah well maybe if you hadn't picked a fight with me during our couple's therapy this is okay like, this is 
so my best book recommendation was from Doris. Your mommy. Because <laughs> she recommended the entire Renegades series. So I actually bought Renegades before she even read it because Barnes and Noble had a sale, but I had not started it. So Doris was like, Anya, I love this book. It's so good. And me being loving was like, okay, I'll read it. And so is it loving or easily influenced? <laughs> Don't come for me like that, bro. You know I'm a bandwagon. I love to to blend in with people. That's so mean. That's some issues you deal with yourself. Okay, avoided. Says um, you, literally a Libra and an INFJ. Okay, ISFJ. Are you just telling me what I want to hear right now? ISFJ and nine and your grip nine. What's your favorite ship? <laughs> My favorite ship. Are you gonna attack me because it's from Spin the Dawn? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Bad choice assembling, Anya. <laughs> I'm sorry for my unclear communication, okay? Okay. So, my favorite ship is Maya and Eden. Maiden, if you will. Because I think they're cute, okay? You remember that pointless, that, like, very bland part that you were talking about in the book? That was one of my favorite parts, when they were just walking together. They were having quality time. Isn't quality time your love language, Anya? You know me so well. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't you run from your issues. That is insulting. I am facing them head on. Mm, okay. Well, I think it's funny. Oh, are you going to attack me because this is an age gap? Mm, mm. <laughs> I, I give Eden... A pass because and he was half bird for most of his life <laughs> you're making a really strong case for me yeah <laughs> no but doris like we literally talk there. about this so much like doris has a thing for birds but she's like, i have a thing them. for birds you're you like guys that can turn into birds i'm scared of birds <laughs> where did that come because like, i you know what <clears throat> in our in our podcast past, um, we talked a lot about how scary birds are. Oh yeah, and birds are scary. <laughs> yeah, but men that turn into birds are not scary. They're hot because they are. Mm -hmm. Yes, I very much like when Eden turns into a bird, even though that's like the bane of his existence and he hates it. But I like it, so he has to I deal with admit, it. Yeah, that one time he brought her flowers because, like, he doesn't sleep bird. at night. I was like, okay, okay, bird, I see you. <laughs> That's, like, literally <laughs> one of my favorite scenes, to be honest. I know, it's really cute. <coughs> literally, this one time, Anya, she was trying to convince me to read uh, this webtoon called The Remarried Empress. And she's like, you know the guy? He turns into a bird. And I was like, sold. 
And look, not look, because you guys can't see, but her phone background. I don't know if you changed it. Did you change it? But it was literally him. I changed it so long ago. Oh, wait. Yeah, you did. I do know that. But, like, look, it was him. It now. was him. Oh, it's so cute. You did, you did not know. show me that, though. Oh, I've been changing it, like, by seasons. Like, for fall, I had pumpkins. I think you knew that, but I'm not sure. I think I think I knew the pumpkins thing. I don't think I well I know this I don't, cha- I, I changed this like a couple days ago. Like it was very recent. Oh okay. But look how cute they are. Do you want to see it's mine? Mine is, mine is kind of the emo at the moment. Okay, you never show me yours. Yeah, because you like, never I didn't change it. I didn't change it for like a solid like ten months. I know for a fact that was in your background ten months ago. No no no. I mean like this one's new. But like everything else, like before. What was then, it? What was it? It was um, it was like the bears. Remember, it was me and you. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Yeah, I have Anya in my background right now. It's a little dog with glasses. I remember. <gasps> That's of so cute. <laughs> right? No, I haven't no, changed this in a while. <gasps> That's so. This cute. is our and it matches your aesthetic. I, I know, know, right? Oh my gosh. Yes, I love my phone background. I go by season now, so I have, like, Christmas-themed ones right now. And, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Anya, what's your favorite ship? (laughs) My favorite ship is Brekka. Now, what is Brekka? Brekka is Brett and Becca. Now, it's a little confusing, so I'm just going to call them Brekka because they sound very similar. So basically, they're from The Upside of Falling. And before Doris even brings it up, yes, I enjoyed The Upside of Falling, so shut up. It was really cute, but... What do you mean? It's literally one of my favorite rom-coms. What I are know, you I know, implying? but I'm saying because you were like, oh, well, technically, like, the like your most unexpected favorite was like, could have been The Upside of Falling. <laughs> Am I not right? You are not wrong. Exactly. <laughs> but... I, like, I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? Like, Brett is really sweet, but the only reason I really like him... Huh? He's a golden retriever boy. He is. And he's smart. So, anyways, um... Is he? uh, He was failing English. Okay, well, I know a lot of people that suck at English and are good at math, so it's subjective. But anyways, um, I realized that, like, yes, Brett is, like, one of my book boyfriends, kind of. But, like, the only reason I really like him is because of how he treats Becca. Like, that's kind of the case for a lot of book boyfriends. But, like, I feel like there's still some things I can talk about them that aren't, like, in relation to their significant other. But Brett, it's literally, like, just how nice he is. trait is boyfriend. Yeah, it's, like, Becca's boyfriend. That is him. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise it's, like... Yeah, he's sweet to everyone. Like, yeah, he is, like, a football player. But that's not really, like, specific enough, you know? So, yeah, yeah that's my favorite ship I thoroughly enjoyed. Okay, so moving on, now that we have some therapy and we are a little bit more calm, we have favorite new book boyfriend. And would you know... Who's Anya's other than talking because she doesn't have any personality other than six crimson crates? Shut up, shut up, shut up. That was uncalled for. That was absolutely uncalled for. 
You know what Aya did before we started recording? She went, oh yeah, but technically I've been listening, like my Spotify actual listening time is longer than yours because we established that I listen to Taylor Swift more than Anya. (laughs) I listen to like 30,000 and Anya only listened to 20,000. So I listened to a whole 10,000 more and then Anya was like, but technically, I listen to more artists than you because I have a longer listening time than you, and I I listen to Taylor Swift less. And I was like, Are you calling my music true. taste bad? I am absolutely are you not. S- I am, Taylor Swift is the peak of music taste. Okay, but are you saying that I don't have music taste other than Taylor right now? You have Mince Piano. That's pretty dang good. You need to shut up right now. I also have Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. And Conan Gray, too? <laughs> yes, yes. Don't and worry. One Direction, okay? At least when we were saying contrasting, like, taste, I had boy bands. You had Chinese <laughs> drama. for like mostly but i keep on calling it chinese and i'm like no <laughs> why are you ashamed you need to embrace that part of yourself <laughs> why this is so good and mine is just what you know what though i think you know how there's that whole like dream smp genre that like was going around yeah yeah Someone at Spotify headquarters really wanted to do people dirty because what? One of the main categories was Dream SMP, and I was like, what music goes with that? And some of the stuff was so niche. It was like dancing indie or something. Like, I don't know. It was really, really weird yeah. and specific. And, I was and like, the graphic okay. designer was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it was really bad, but, you know, we won't talk about it. We won't, we don't hate on that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I personally could not do that, so I guess I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And you know, know who's my new favorite book boyfriend? Adrian Everhart. Aww. Literally discovering mm-hmm. him at the beginning of the year. I'm so loyal how dare you? Don't you, know, you dare me. You, you know that I only said talking because I have no other book boyfriends except for Jem. And talking was the only one I ever established a similar connection to. And you, you were literally debating between Adrian and Eden. You're like, what should I do? And I was like, well, Adrian's been with you longer. So you're like, oh, that's fair. I literally helped you look loyal. You could have been disloyal if I told you to. I could have been a hoe and you protected me. I did. Anyways, I digress. I love Adrian. He, I hope he makes me flowers. You know, that's like the common theme. I just like when boys give me flowers. What's your favorite flower, actually? 
Hi, Jane. Oh, I, I thought I you knew I that. Noticed, I noticed. I noticed. I noticed. Oh my god. I noticed. Oh my god. That's all I talk <laughs> about. I know. I'm so sorry. <gasps> you're you're such a fake friend. No. Okay. Let me let me explain. Let me explain. Hear me out. So basically, whenever my friends talk about like something they're like listening to or something they really like, I'm like, oh, what's your favorite song at the moment? Or like, what's your favorite song of the week? Or like, what's your favorite song of the month? And they're like this. So I was supposed to be like, oh, what's your favorite flower? Also, if someone's listening, they might not know. So now they know. It's hydrangeas. You should have been like, oh, guys, fun fact. Where is his favorite flower? It's a hydrangea. Well, maybe maybe I wanted you to be able to to tell them, so it's more heartfelt. Have you ever thought of that, huh? Maybe I'm being more sentimental than you think. I think you're talking crap right now, because you're trying to cover up your tracks. I am. You caught me. <laughs> okay, moving on. Favorite romance. Okay, so... <clears throat> Mine was counting down with you, which honestly is no surprise, but let me tell you, I was so angry at Doris because I like kind of secretly put a hold on it like a really long time ago. And then she's like, Anya, guess what? It was Anya's quirky moment. Yeah, no, it was my main character (laughs) moment. I was going to be like, Doris, oh my God, there's such a great book. And also, it got really popular on TikTok before my hold came in. I was like, no, stop, stop, stop. I was supposed to be the one who was there first. But anyways, um... So Doris was like, oh my god, I like got this book called Counting Down With You. Like it was just at the library, like <laughs> sitting on the shelf. And I was like, oh, how dare you? Like, I give it to me. Like, how dare you read it? How dare you lay eyes on it? Like, how could you do this to me? I literally, I saw it. I was like, oh my gosh, the cover is so cute. I think I heard my friend talking about it. And it was, it's fake dating. It's so cute. And I was like, Anya, you didn't even, he- you probably didn't hurt hear of this, but this book is so cute. And she's like, how dare you? Like, literally all caps screaming at me. And I was, like, traumatized and I'm being abused in this relationship. No, because every time okay. you're like, oh, my God, this is so cute. Like, oh, my God, he made a place for her. And I was like, shut up. Oh. <laughs> my parents are probably hearing me screaming and just like <laughs> they're concerned yeah because it's like kind of late at this night is just more lie. witnesses and evidence of how abusive your relationship is to me i get really sensitive when it comes to books okay okay oh my goodness you're we're fighting it from the children on it this isn't okay I hope you guys don't have trauma. Just know that our divorce is not because of you. Mommy and Daddy it's separated us, because you. we don't love each other, not because we don't love you. I was gonna say we still love each other, but we have uh, we have too many differences. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I misspoke. My bad. Typo. Covering up your tracks again? What do you mean? I definitely made a typo. I think you're reading too much into this. I'm being gaslighted. <laughs> That's why I'm daddy, your mommy. Because all boys do is gaslight. Anyways, 
Um, are you a J name too? Well, I do really love gems, so. Okay, Janya. <laughs> oh my gosh. What was that funny? Joris. <laughs> love deception because you know if you listen to that one episode we had I think it's about the Taylor Trips with tropes I really like it I think it has some cute tropes and you know Aaron Blackford he's my next relationship after you I'm so sorry I cheated this entire time oh my I'm God. sorry children that you had to hear this but I need to tell your daddy this Okay. <laughs> so you're cheating on Adrian too? Your new book boyfriend? Yes. And Eden, your yes. loyalty seems a little disloyal to me. <gasps> this is it's infidelity. You are having an I, affair. I deserve so much. I deserve them all. I claim them all. I'm sorry Absolutely that you can only get gem, okay? I can get so I can pull so many guys, and you can only pull two. Oh no! <laughs> Even therapy can't save us now. <laughs> this podcast. It's and I don't know how this is gonna work anymore. This podcast is never going to be the same. Oh my gosh, what are we gonna tell Isabel? Isabel leaves and this is what happens. We need to move on to something. Hopefully this isn't as No, no, I can already sense it. This is gonna cause some serious (laughs) beef. This is... (laughs) yeah there's gonna be some serious beef so i'm gonna get through my unproblematic part first what's my favorite fantasy well i was gonna say supernova but then like you know i i I always talk about renegades so i'm gonna say legendborn instead because i think it's really good and it has more representation than supernova i agree i'm looking forward to the book next year yeah, I didn't get to finish born. it because um my loan like went over, but I will get to it eventually, like finish it. But yeah, I do like mm. it. Mm, okay. Okay, let me get through mine really, really quickly. So I was gonna say six crimson cranes, but I said that a lot, so I'm gonna say uh, seven times. Mm. So we're gonna move past that. What's your favorite quote? Ah, <laughs> uh, six crimson cranes. But there's another thing after six crimson cranes. It says, "But to be fancy." Spend it on, and I call that taking my possessions. Okay, that's not okay. S- spend the dawn is mine. I didn't say six crimson cranes for my favorite of any of this stuff because I knew that that was your favorite. Okay, and I wanted the same respect back. Okay, 
Well, I said to be fancy. That means your book is fancier. Does that make you feel good? Does that make you feel nice? Does that make you feel better than me? I still think you're covering up your tracks right now. You're trying to appear better to the listeners. Well, guess what? They're already on mommy's side. Well, daddy can have opinions too, so be quiet. Moving on. Favorite quote. Okay. So, mine is, surprise, surprise, from Supernova, when Adrian says, everyone has a nightmare, he pressed his forehead against hers, maybe I want you to be mine, because I think it's cute, because if you didn't know, Nova's secret identity was nightmare, and he found out that, you know, she's nightmare, that's crazy, she's the person he wants to kill this entire time, and then, like, before she even told him, like, what, everything that went on, he was just like, I still love you. I still believe in you. Maybe you're a nightmare, but I still, I still love you. Okay? They can work out through their problems, but apparently we can't. And I think that's shameful. I think you're so toxic. You know what I hate? Parents <laughs> that compare their children to other children. So what are you doing right now comparing our relationship to a fictional relationship don't you do that don't you do that right now i've been known that you would leave me in a psychic for gem okay and i just silently accepted it so don't you do that right now well me and gem forever anyways my quote is so you, so I'm the cheater. I'm the one having an affair. I am so like not saying I'm with Jem. I'm saying if Jem was open to it, I would leave you. But I would not have an affair. I would divorce you. Yeah, yeah, I'd go there. <laughs> <laughs> At least I wouldn't be an unloyal husband. <gasps> I'm an unloyal wife. Excuse me. I can't believe your children have such a terrible example of a mommy. This is absolutely, absolutely terrible. Look at yourself. How are they supposed to have standards and men when they have to look up to you? I would treat Jem like a king. Jem also is a J name, okay? Maybe Jem is just as problematic. Maybe two negatives can make a positive. You ever thought of that? <laughs> two wrongs does not make a right, Anya. Well, two J's can make a check mark. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they can make a heart. That's kind of cute. <laughs> exactly! <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> so, my favorite quote. And, well, okay, let me, let me first say, it. it's, that's going to be my job from now on, to always woo you. This is from Counting Down With You, and it's very cute. Oh, so original. Let me get through my opinion before you make unnecessary comments. Oh my goodness, I let you talk. <laughs> Women these days. <laughs> Don't you say that. That is misogyny. I thought we worked through that together. I thought I fixed you, but apparently I could never. Yeah, you couldn't. Anyways, 
basically, this quote, I like it because it's not, like, too cringy. Because I do really like this quote from Aurora Rising, where, um, where the dude to Aurora is, like, be plants, choose your stars, blah, 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 blah. But, like, honestly, if someone said that to me, I'd kind of want to vomit, you know? Like, it's really cute. But just, like, if you hear it verbally, it's just, like, oh, you, like, thought that out. You practiced it. Like, you, you really thought that was good. Okay, apply that. Apply those feelings to Aurora Rising, then. No! No, absolutely not! Okay, anyways. My quote is cute because it's realistic. If someone said that, because you know those things where it's, like, in a relationship, you should always be trying to, like, flirt with them and make them, like, feel the same way before you were dating? I did that to you. You never chased after me, okay? I always chased after you. I thought it was supposed to be boys falls first. I did fall first. You know, did when you? that that day we met, I put an animal... <laughs> a leopard or like something i don't remember but i printed it i cut it out and i stuck it on my door and i put anya's room just because i knew you were coming and i even got your monster high doll wait you're the person that got me that monster high doll i re-gifted it (laughs) Well, I still have your Cinderella castle, so what does that say about you? <gasps> it just means you're bad at giving gifts. Well, that wasn't me. That was my mom. I also re-gifted it to you. <laughs> <laughs> this oh is actually goodness. confessional now. I thought this was supposed to be boy falls first. This was supposed to be our healing process about how you're so much better than me. And then you told me that I'm... Getting the leftovers of someone else? Well, to be fair, um, her outfit was pretty swag. You know what I'm going to do right now? I'm taking off these Six of Crows socks. <laughs> and you know what? You can suck at that present. I don't want it. <gasps> Leaving your stinky socks on the ground? Yes. Disgusting. Okay. This is why I can't live with you anymore. Nope. My goodness, oh my goodness. I oh, moving on. New favorite character. Mine is Juliet from Our Violent Delights. Because we love Asian lights. <gasps> <laughs> Come on, get it right, Doris. Guys, it's late at night. I'm tired, okay? Okay, yeah. Adia, I thought you'd have more sympathy for me. Okay. Well, I would have if you hadn't attacked me so much already. <sighs> Taste of your own medicine. Okay. So from these violent delights, I really like Juliet because one, she's Asian. Two, she wears this flapper dress all the time, and I think that's very funny. <laughs> Three, she uh carries around a gun, and she always has a like a dagger at her thigh. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that for her. And. Four, she she don't need no man. You know, Roma, we don't need him. And we love well, that. She's independent. But she still loves him. Hubba hubba. She's still... 
know what? Maybe this is supposed to be metaphorical. You ever thought of that? You ever think outside the box, Anya? Janya? <laughs> I was saying that I want to be like Juliet. Where I don't need no man. And I can finally... I, I don't need this relationship anymore. Okay? You're Roma. You're the toxic one. Are we breaking up right now? I thought we've been through that. We're, we've been divorced. The papers are signed. You're breaking through. I'm leaving. You're breaking up with me through a call. I cannot believe this. Yes, I am breaking up with you right now. I don't know how to tell you this. It's actually no. It is you, not me. And <gasps> I'm taking the dog. Lie. No, I think we need to be honest with each other from now on, and we need to accept the truth that we are not compatible. That we never will be. I am leaving. Doris leaves the podcast part two. <laughs> you know, no one's actually DM'd us to support your business. I know. I know. Oh my <laughs> goodness. It's like not okay. I thought you guys would support me, okay? Yeah, I mean, just because I my ex-wife is kind of rude to me does not mean she does not deserve a, a source of income. I know, I'm very talented, and after this podcast, you know, I need another source of income, you know. I'm struggling out here. Ani was my sugar daddy, and I, now I need to find another one. <laughs> well, no more, no more. Anyways, um, my favorite character, I kind of talked about this already, but is Adelina from... The young elites, because again, oh, that's crazy. Shush. She's an anti-hero, and like, <laughs> I don't know. She's very interesting to read about because, she, like, you can read her thoughts and everything, but also like, she's kind of really empower, uh, really powerful, which is kind of empowering in like the most toxic way possible. Because it's like she does all these terrible things to get good, and it's very interesting. Also, she turns into a star at the end, which is kind of fun, you know? Do you agree? I thought you didn't care about my opinions. Anyway, so I just think that Adelina, first of all, I think it's kind of sad because, you know, Maggiano, he, we love him, but like, you're, you're telling me that he has to spend the rest of his life chasing after Adelina, even though she's a star? Like, he deserves better, in my opinion, but we won't get into that. I think he deserves better, too, but, like, it's also just the amount of love he had for her. Mm. Okay, keep telling yourself that, and maybe you'll have the same amount of love that he has for her that you'll have for me. Our relationship is over. Stop trying to get me back. I can't believe you're already missing me. Okay. I need to... This is gonna be controversial too, though. Favorite book YouTubers slash booktubers. You wanna know who mine is? My new lover, if you will? Steph I thought your new Lover, lover was gonna be, um... <clears throat> which one? You mentioned a lot of them, actually. <laughs> You're like, they're gonna be my new lover. They're gonna be my new lover. Who's gonna be your new well, lover? The, the Who's one be that new lover? I was 
to having an affair the entire time was Aaron Blackford. But if you want to talk about the one that I was obsessed with for a month and then, you know, ditched them, that would be Elias. And if you're talking about the one that I've had a crush on for years and years and years, but he never liked me back, that would be Will. So, I don't know what to tell you except that you are not good enough for me. And you never were. Oh my god, I thought we were in love. We never were. I've been cheating this entire time. And I gave you money. Yes, the money was not good enough to keep me here. I bet you spoiled your affairs with your affairies, your... No, I'm a horrible wife, that, that, but that does not mean I'm a horrible mother. I gave it all to our children, our beloved children. Good, you can keep them. Okay, good, sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, you're coming with me in this divorce. Anya can have everything else. This is now the Doris podcast. Anyway, Steph Bower, I don't even know how to say her last name. Hopefully I'm saying it fine. But, you know, I love her. She gives me romance book recommendations. Sometimes they're a little questionable, but I still love her. I still trust her with all my heart. And you know what, Anya? She might not care. She might attack Steph for taking Harry's side. But you know what? You need to understand her circumstances. And what are those? What are those circumstances? She went to Harry Ween. You never recover from that. What's that? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds really stupid. (gasps) No! (laughs) It was when Harry, when he was on tour... It was on Halloween, you know? He dressed up as Dorothy. It was very cute. Harry like, Ween. Harry Ween. I think it was called Harry Ween. <laughs> 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 but yes, that was a special show where everyone dressed up as, like, different costumes and they danced all night. Okay, well, she has a folklore cardigan, and I don't know why you're not attacking her for that because you literally don't have one. I think you're just jealous right now. And why is that? Because you don't have a folklore cardigan <laughs> either. Yeah, well, your fave has one and she still chose Harry. So I think I am jealous and you should be too. Mm. Okay, but you know what happened? Your fave, Taylor, and your fave album, Evermore, she forgot about Evermore. I know. Okay. Well, also, Evermore's so not really So, you want to talk anymore, my fave? But... Evermore's not your favorite? I would say Red's my favorite right now. You're such a cheater. I have not... I have been besties with Folklore from day one, and I have not cheated since. After I established my favorite I would song, say, I never I would say Folklore's her, like, best album, but, like... I like Red. Red. Ed. I will say I really like Speak Now, but yeah, exactly. Anyway, so loyal. Okay, what let me get say? through. Let me get through my fave. 
um, booktuber who is with Cindy. So she does cover, like, movies and music and whatever. But I just really like her reviews of um, A Court of Thorns and Roses. <laughs> and, like, her other reviews are very ask, amazing, too. May I ask who introduced you to with Cindy? My cheater wife, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it seems that I have done more for you in this relationship that you have than that you've done for me. So money means nothing to you. Why would I take money when I could have your love, but I never got it? Cause you were too obsessed with Jem. Yeah. Well, you have your own lovers who can support you. So. Who's really losing? Anyways, yeah, you are losing. Um, My other lovers are rich, too. Such as? Will? He literally, like, owns the institute. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, Adrian? He, he's the son of presidents? Well, Jen Aaron plays Blackford. violin, so... Oh, so he's a struggling musician. You're a struggling musician! How do you think your book boyfriends feel knowing they're dating a struggling musician? That was They're be rich, so they don't care. They're rich. Aaron just got his promotion. Yeah, well, maybe he'll have a work wife. How would that make you feel if they knew everything about each other? Don't you dare accuse. My Aaron of cheating, just like you cheated, okay? I never cheated. I secretly held in my love. I was willing to hold on emotionally to that desire forever cheating. if it meant like emotionally we cheating. <laughs> emotionally cheating. <laughs> well, yeah, you actually cheated. So I don't see why. What you're do you mean? We were friends. Just friends. Now we're more, but we're divorced now, so why do you care? Sounds like fan behavior to me. More like... Snort it up. <laughs> <laughs> why are we so into this roleplay? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Newest favorite trope. Huh, this is crazy. Boy falls first for me maybe well, it's because i want what i can't have well mine's fake dating <laughs> are you saying that our love was fake yes i thought maybe <gasps> it could become real but clearly the books were wrong you sounds thought like that because you. huh sounds like a problem for you i never loved you well i thought that in our contract for fake dating it meant we were going to be exclusive, but clearly you did not get the memo. We never put it as a part of our contract. Our, we only said that it, didn't ha it just made sure that I didn't accidentally cheat in public. Well, guess what? I didn't. You cheated in our own home. <laughs> yes, I did. I cheated in private. Oh, that makes it so much better. Thank you. 
I'm sorry that you got attached and I didn't, okay? It sounds like a you problem. Says the one with anxious attachment issues. <laughs> You're literally fearful and avoidant. You avoided all of our problems for so long and that's why we are struggling, okay? I wanted you to cling on to me, but you never did. You always avoided me and you never spoke to me when I was in your house. Anyways. What's your favorite book cover? This is gonna be so, problematic. Okay, no, it's not. We we chose our respective favorites. So my favorite book is Six Crimson Cream. Wow. If we hadn't established it already, it's a great book. But the U.S. version, although it is beautiful, and I do love the illustration of Shiori, the U.K. version is really something else. The color palette is pastels. It has beautiful, beautiful um, cranes, like, flying. And then there's, like, a girl who is, Shiori, like, standing there. Look, look, like, beautiful. But then, but then, but then, there's this book subscription thingy called Fairy Loot. So if you didn't know, they do, like, exclusive editions. And so their version of Six Crimson Cranes is the UK version. But, 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 it has gold metallic stuff. And you're not even ready for it. It has sprayed edges. Oh my god. Oh my god. Are you shocked right now? I'm shocked. It's actually I'm shocked. Funny. I know. I'm glad you're shocked. <laughs> you so what's yours? What? I still think mine mine's way better. Mine's been the dawn and it's so good. It has juxtaposition, you know, because Spin the Dawn is, like, light, and it's, like, purple, and it's all pretty, and it has a white bird, you know, representing Eden. I almost forgot his name. That's so embarrassing. <gasps> I caught you. I caught you. It's in. It's in. Uh, I'm recorded right here. You guys heard it first. Your mother doesn't even know who she's cheating on or who, wait, who she's cheating with on me. <laughs> well, she is cheating on him, too. She has lots of lovers clearly an issue you should work on it <laughs> oh my goodness i'm sorry okay i'm bad with names and then anyways it's juxtaposition and it unravels the dust has like black stuff and it's so pretty it's also the fairy loot edition and also i guess eh, the original covers are also nice they're not as good as the fairy loot ones and then also it also has sprayed edges and they both have stars, and one of them has a sun, and the other has a moon. Yeah, that's kind of so, cool. So, you were talking all about, oh my gosh, I'm so into all this astrology stuff. I love stars. Well, guess what? I love stars, too. And Aurora Rising stars are not good. I thought we established this was taboo. I'm moving on. What's your most anticipated no, book we are for next year? Now. I don't care about the no, taboo no. stuff. No, no. Mine is The Dragon's Promise. It's the sequel to Six Crimson Cranes. What's yours? <laughs> Chain of Thorns. It's the last book of Chain of Go <laughs> <laughs> The Last, the last hours. hours. 
Well, that's really cool, Doris. Mm. What's your favorite webtoon character moving on away from books? Mine is Nari. She's from Odd Girl Out. Um, highly recommend, but it definitely does take commitment because it's kind of long. But, um, she's, like, she's very realistic. She's a high school girl. She's, like, she's gone through bullying. She's, like, you know, school life. And, like, right now there's some romance. And, you know, she's, like, an independent character. She's kind of a girl boss, honestly. And her friend group is really sweet. And, like, she deserves the best. What's Mine's your favorite Heinry. webtoon character? Mine's Heinry because he reminds me of Eden. Do you have yeah, a problem I with that? that? I don't. I don't actually. You know, Anya was the one who recommended that I read The Remarried Empress, so like. Yeah. Have to say, would like to thank. Usually she's the one giving me webtoon recommendations, but it's okay. I don't need her anymore. I found another friend that gives me webtoon recommendations. <gasps> Shut up, because I know you betrayed me for Seasons of Blossom. I literally told you. I was like, read Seasons of Blossom. You're like, okay, I will. And then you did it. And then you're like, oh my god, oh, you have your read Seasons of Blossom. It's really good. I was like, girl, how dare you? I don't know what to tell you except sucks for you you should have said it more you know maybe if you actually tried I would have listened well you know maybe I was trying to spare you from the pain of Heyman dying <laughs> don't you do that like oh my gosh also I'd say Haman not Heyman I don't know what Heyman is my bad my bad well well you know what I cannot believe you. Also, I think the listeners are probably very surprised about how low my voice can go when I'm yelling. Yeah, I was surprised too. <laughs> you have a lot of power. Thank you. <laughs> That's not a good thing. Well, who are you to judge? <laughs> are you calling my voice low? No, yours is very high. Mine is too. But, like, <laughs> okay, moving on. What's your, speaking of Seasons of Blossom, my favorite webtoon ship is Haman and So Mom. You, you need a rated to know. It's, um, right person, wrong time. No, because, you know, oh, I guess, yeah. But, like, you know when he, like, literally told her, she, he was like, you should grow your hair out. Uh, or, no. Well, okay, at first he was like, at first he was like, your hair looks really good at this length. So, for many, many years, she kept it at that length. But then one day, she grew it out. And then, that was when she finally moved on. Actually, remember, when they were, like, they were dating, and then he was like, I can't be with you anymore. Leave. And she was like, ah. okay. And she grew her hair out. And then he was like, I liked it better short. You grew it out. And she was like, what do you want me to do about it? And then he died. And she cut it short. And she never changed it since. Kind of dramatic, honestly. But like, you know, it's great. <laughs> I cried. I don't know why you're saying it's dramatic. I was sobbing at that part. Honestly, yeah. Both of us have cried about our haircuts before. Very sentimental. Yeah. <laughs> No, I was like, 
I just remember me and Anya, we were talking about our haircuts. He was like, yeah, I'm getting my haircuts in. I was like, oh, good luck. He's like, thank you. I was like, yeah, last time I got my hair, I haircut, I cried about it because I hated it. So, you know, hopefully it works out better for you. And she was like, oh, yes. And then the exact same thing <laughs> happened to her that happened to me. And she cried about it. No, literally, I FaceTimed you, and you're like, it doesn't look that bad. I was like, no, maybe it's okay. And then, like, the next morning I woke up, I was like, nope, nope, I hate it again. But, like, it's so really? bad because we literally, we both, like, asked for the same thing, and we both got the exact same result that we did not want. We got layers <laughs> that were, like, super short. <laughs> we got wolf cuts. <laughs> yeah. And, like, wolf cuts look good, but personally and you did look good do not get me wrong but like you're just not no really i didn't you look you look good i did not and now my layers are grown out so it's okay yeah mine like they're still this chunk but like they're a lot more mm-hmm. subtle now yeah i have this chunk right here mm-hmm. but other than that they're all like long so we're we're healing anyways my favorite webtoon ship is Haiyan and yuntae from Unholy Blood, and I probably said their names wrong, but I'm sorry. I can only do so much for Korean characters. But they're very cute, and they're both really hot, like, extremely hot, like, wow. Oh, you're cheating on me. Yeah. I'm admiring. Don't even, like, you, <laughs> you definitely. I was admiring, too. If we count all the people you admire... Girl, that the list just extends like ten feet. Oh my goodness! Did I lie? Did I lie? I'm speechless. <laughs> I didn't expect to get attacked. This is awful. Oh my goodness, Anya! I wonder how that be more feels. sensitive to other people's feelings. I wonder how that feels, Doris. I really wonder. <laughs> okay, Janya. <gasps> I'm sorry, you married really a kissing j- me off. You, you, na- you married a J name, okay? You married Joris, okay? You should know what you were getting into. Yeah, and you married a Janya. So, who. <laughs> are, are we really only blaming me? Okay. Anyway, there will not be another episode. This is the end of our podcast. This concludes book expectations forever. We're just just kidding. kidding. Come back next week. Yeah, please. You know. Thank you for listening to Book Expectations with Anya, Doris, and Isabel. Email us at bookexpectationspodcast at gmail.com. That is bookexpectationspodcast at gmail.com for any recommendations on what books you'd like to hear next. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and friend us on Goodreads at Book Expectations Podcast, or click the link in our bio.